Hey, it's your old pal Slim, and you're listening to a special mailbag episode of Faves, a podcast about the things we love and the people who love them. A few folks have emailed favespod at gmail.com or hit up the official Twitter account to leave comments and thoughts about the podcast. And right now, my lovely wife Amanda has joined me to go through them with you. Enjoy. How was uh how was your reaction to the uh ghost hunting episode? Your episode. I was excited to hear people's ghost stories. Yeah. Yep. How do you think the response has been? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you ask me somebody you call me in your room and then you just ask me all these questions? Let's jump right now. I'm gonna go through the letters uh that were sent to favespod at gmail.com. I don't know what my job here is. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> You're like the in, you're like the funny interplay. Oh, okay. You don't have to be funny. Just be yourself. Oh, okay. You know? Sure. Uh, just, just keep you grounded. Peek, peeking through the mailbag at random here. I'm going to just dive right in. First letter entitled Skeptics. Hmm. I don't like where this is going. To Matt and Amanda. Your last episode was great. Ghosts scare me like crazy, but they are extremely exciting. Deep down in my soul, I think they aren't real. But I also like trying to learn if they might actually exist. I'm writing because I have a question, or maybe a hypothesis you might be able to help shed some light on. During the recordings, specifically during the seance, I wondered if it's possible that someone you couldn't see, who could hear the questions being asked in the room you were in, could in some way project the words being heard by the woman listening to that phantasm meter thingy? You both sounded less convinced by the experiences you had where everyone was out in the open, and there was less opportunities for the tour guides to control the experience. But being in the house could give them the level of control it might take to fake the situation. Any thoughts on trying to go back to the same place to try to see if the experience is similar enough to raise suspicion? Love the show. Can't wait for season three. Catcher. I would totally go back. Yeah. And we wouldn't we wouldn't have to do the uh ghost hunts group. The Baladarian, you can just like it's like a bed and breakfast. We could just go. Get a room. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do our own phasma box. Although we need a Windows PC for that. So we'd have to buy a new like right. laptop, so which I'm all for. We'll just pick up a new computer on the way. Yeah, we'll stop by a Microsoft store. What do you think about his idea where it could have been faked? Someone on the second floor. Explain this to me. So someone is, are they interfering with the Phasma box somehow? I, I didn't even think of that, but that could be. Maybe the maybe the Phasma box that the women were hearing on their headphones was someone upstairs answering questions. Oh, when he said during the seance. I think when he said science, he meant phasma box science. You can't just put words in people's mouths and say you think they think this. Well, this I don't think he's talking about the seance part two because that was a dud. So nothing happened there. All right. But that's when we first heard the phasma box. Right. So you think, but the, the phasma box is that like echoey thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely think for sure that 
I mean, that's really hard to hear. So maybe they weren't saying exactly what they heard, but I don't know. I don't know how you could control that. So you, you don't think it's possible at all? That I'm not it, saying it's not possible. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely, I mean, then the, the owners of the place would have to be in on it because they were in their room. The whole night? No, they were on the other side of the house, yeah. remember? Because we kept like seeing things or hearing things and we're like, where, where are those people? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, they like said goodnight while we're having dinner and they went up to like the second floor. And I think I even said to you, like, are they just staying up there the whole night <laughs> while we ghost hunt? <laughs> Kind of weird. But they were they were in our section though, right? Weren't they in the carriage house? They were sleeping directly above us. Oh. So I didn't hear anything strange going on upstairs. I mean, it, it's entirely possible that it, it was all fake. It is. But it's also more likely that it was all real and that ghosts are real. Obviously. I'm going to read you a tweet. I mean, those EVPs that we captured. We got a lot of response. So, I mean, from even EVPs. if you, if you, if you. You know, say that the whole Phasmabox thing was a total, you know, like Dud. you're a total skeptic and you don't believe any of it. Mm-hmm. Explain the ICU too. They can't do that. They can't. It's Come unexplainable. I'll kickbox you in the face. <laughs> uh, we don't condone violence on this podcast. <laughs> we. Um, me being the sole proprietor of this pod- okay. podcast. All right. I want to read you a quick t- a tweet that came into the feed. Quote. Ghosts are not real, Matthew. And that comes from Jonesy Loves Beer. <laughs> he is 100% against the existence of ghosts. Anytime I brought up ghosts around uh, Jonesy Loves Beer's former co-host of mine on the Paper Cake podcast, he is adamant that they're not real. He like tries to diffuse any debate or conversation about ghosts. And let me pose a question to Jonesy Loves Beer. Then why are you so afraid? Strong words. Another, boxed. <laughs> some background on that. But there's a running joke in the family where Amanda goes kickboxing. That's and, not the joke. Right. <laughs> there's this joke where Amanda I'm trying to explain the joke and you just stop me. It's, I'm not going to explain it now. It's, it's our inside joke. It's All no right. one else's. Okay. Another tweet that came in a little late, but I finished this last night. Creepy. I dropped my kids off at school and prepared to go down to my basement to work, but then I realized I would be alone in the basement, so I turned it off and finished it later. That comes from Imperious Rex. Nice. Basements are creepy. One more tweet before we get to another letter here. And moldy. Our basement's uh, stinky. (laughs) It's very stinky. (laughs) Some water damage, I think. Had a super similar experience as at Nominity when I was a kid. Came downstairs and saw an old lady knitting in my dining room. Double take, and she was gone. Brad Huff. Love it. How about uh, we listened to, when I was first done my first edit of that episode, you wanted to listen to it immediately, and James was with us, our son, almost eight years old, and he was listening to like the first EVPs, and it was interesting to see him react to like <laughs> listening to stuff that he usually sees on TV. He questioned me about my story, about how I saw, like, the guy in my parents' room. (laughs) He was very concerned. And he was like, did you you really see that? Did that really happen? And I said, yeah. And then we went to my my parents' for dinner a few nights later, and he brought it up totally out of context, random off-the-wall comment to my mom. 
did you know that my mom saw something in your room when she was younger? It was painting and it was a ghost. <laughs> my family was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Blowing up your spot. Mm. Next letter. My old pal Slim. Quick note to say season two is a treat for these years. Lincoln bio, present peace, is a warm fire to snuggle up with after a week of the dailies. You is my soul frostbite. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're the one who's always putting fires on in the house, like laying next yeah, to it. Yeah, but you can't it. get in it. You can't snuggle with a fire. I've tried. <laughs> I wish I could. Uh, it's hard. Let me just reread the I'm last sorry. line. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's a warm fire to snuggle up with after a week of the dailies gives my soul frostbite. Love the daily podcast. Listen to it every day. It's hard to pick a fave when you chummed the waters with moms, Kara's, PK reunions, and Mikey P's. But standing above the rest was Mrs. Slim and your ghost adventure. You guys sound rock solid. Love is alive. On first listen, I mistook the footfalls in the woods for Cheetos munching. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was ruined as I couldn't shake the image. The audio is too perfect for that visual. Cheers, and here's to season three. That comes from Sean, a.k.a. Art of Atlanta on Twitter. Next time you're sitting on the couch, eating your Cheetos, I'm just going to put my headphones on. <laughs> Match that up. <laughs> Little known terrifying. fact, speaking of Cheetos, did you know the backstory of the Flaming Hot Cheeto about how like a janitor uh, created the taste and they ended up turning into their most popular chip and he like became VP and now he's a motivational speaker? I do know that. Because I reached out to him <laughs> to come on to this podcast. Did you really? Yeah, I reached out to his brother. He's like his PR person. <laughs> I found his Instagram. I was like on his LinkedIn. Well, can you imagine a get that would be to get that guy that on the podcast? Be, that would be amazing. I would, we would discuss maybe getting a, a flight to like go interview him wherever oh he's gosh. located and like recording a local interview. Would you guys just sit and eat Flaming Hots? We would toast each other. We would like toast a <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheeto. So gross. <laughs> I wonder if his fingernails are always like orange. <laughs> no, the only time they get really bad is when I have those rolled, rolled gold golds. flats. <laughs> they get like the darkest orange I've ever seen a finger. It's so gross. It's pretty gross. You can't lick them enough for them to be clean. You have to go really hardcore and wash them. I mean, I wash my hands, but <laughs> usually. Next letter. Please reveal what Simpson tattoo you decided on in the intro to season three. Thank you. That comes from dear friend Mikey P. Mm. Our our appointment is actually soon. Well, my appointment. Mm -hmm. It's like three weeks. Yeah, I have actually a folder of Simpsons tattoo ideas in my Google Photos. November 24th. Oh, it's close. Gosh. Oh, also in my calendar. Tell me. Have you heard of Wolfenoot? <laughs> no, it sounds like a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that. Wolfenoot 2018. If you want to celebrate this, it's now a holiday. I still don't even know what it is. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> it was invented by Jack's ghost's son. It celebrates anyone who has had dogs or been kind to dogs. My son has invented a holiday called Wolfenoot. It's when the spirit of the wolf brings and hides small gifts around the house for everyone. Oh my gosh. People who have had or are kind to dogs get better gifts than anyone else. You eat roast meat. Because wolves eat meat. And cake decorated like a full moon. 
a holiday to the spirit of wolves that celebrates people who are kind to dogs. 23rd of November. So yeah, some wow. kid made it up and like the parents started a hashtag and it like <laughs> went viral. Let's make this our new favorite holiday. Okay. New tradition? Yeah. Yeah. Since we missed Halloween. November 23rd. Always and forever. I also want to read a few, um, while I can, you know, the paper keg community, the previous podcast oh, now, boy. retired, dead forever. We have a slack. So if you were a paper keg listener at any point, you can let me know if you want to be invited to it. I'll read some quotes from that slack. Can you imagine Amanda as a permanent co-host? <laughs> fire, fire emoji. <laughs> I made that noise at work and somebody like asked me if that's how I actually sound when I vomit. I, th- I said yes. They didn't believe me. How do you know what you sound like when you vomit? You vomit. You're worried about other things. <laughs> You're not worried about what I'm you worried sound worried about like. like sweet embrace of death ending <laughs> yeah, the vomiting. Exactly. Another quote from our paper keg slack, which you can join if you'd like. Best part of this podcast is listening to two partners having fun. Some joy in the world for people. Same person. Oh, that first quote was from at Protolexis. This quote and the uh, original one was from Tim a thief. Okay, two minutes in, and Amanda talks about dating a warlock, and I want to hit pause because how could this get any better? There's a lot of slack comments about your ex boyfriends. Uh, nothing about Alf. Anything? Anyone? <laughs> I mean, I patted myself on the back for my Alf joke later. Uh-huh. My Alf callback. Uh-huh. Uh, another final quote from Slack. This comes from Dirk Feelgood. I was walking my dog through the woods when I heard "I see you too," and I freaked out. Great app, Slim and Amanda. Mm. It was an amazing piece of audio. It was class A EVP. We need to get Zach Baggins on the uh, horn. Did we get him on the horn? I actually started following him on Instagram. Whoa. And uh, his fingernails are really long. He needs Ew. to cut those. Ugh. Like, if you're taking a photo, like, close up of your fingers, no. you better have- like, Not eaten Cheetos? You know. <laughs> <laughs> or Rogolds? Not orange fingers, one. And maybe, like, you know- slightly home manicured. This is so gross. Like, cut your fingernails. Mm-mm. I don't need to see your cocaine, you know, fingernails. Do you want to hear a super gross story? I don't know how to answer that, but yes. Does <laughs> <laughs> it have anything to do with, like, you with cocaine fingernails? No, but it's an ex-boyfriend's brother. <laughs> oh, God. Dated this chick that was, like, super hippie. She cut his fingernail off and wore his necklace. Ugh. <laughs> A weird uh, circle of people. Very weird. Uh, Next letter. Dear Slim, thank you for all the hard work that you put into LIB. Rest in peace, LIB. You truly are a man of the people, and the people don't deserve it. They deserve you, but not your lovely podcast that truly is about love and loving what you love and letting others love what they love. Wow, what a world we have if we all were a little bit more like LIB. My favorite episode, I feel like you're looking at me like, is this a real letter? It is real, first of all. Uh My favorite episodes have been those where the guests really dig into what they love and know the, quote, deep cut facts about their topic of choice. Good example of this is Jonesy Lowe's Beard talking about Highlander. I enjoyed hearing him flex his knowledge of the movie, the actors, and weird trivia around it. We know at his core, Jonesy's a big martial arts buff, and listening to the conversation shift into that was fantastic. Keep up the great work. That comes from Proto Alexis. What'd you think of that episode? Twice from him, huh? I didn't listen to it. <laughs> How many episodes <laughs> do you think you listened to this season besides your own? Uh, I listened to your mom's. 
I listened to Sarah Titus, Cheese. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Yeah. Love what you love. I, I love what I love. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of which, maybe by the time this episode's up, you'll have some new items on your store. Oh, yeah. My hands have been on fire. I've been doing a lot of work for HalfDoubleDesign.com. A lot of work. What's the most recent thing you made? I just finished a blanket for James. You ever hear of a movie called A House with a Clock in Its Walls? Jack Black, see it in theaters. It was cute. I liked it. I liked it a lot. James loved it. If you liked Goosebumps, you would like it. Anyway, there's a chair who's got a blanket on him, and I made the blanket for James. Mm. So we got to get that on the store, halfdoubledesign.com. Yep. So if you want that blanket for your child or yourself, you're waiting to hear from their call. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> we took some photos this weekend for yeah. some new listings using that Google Pixel 3. Man alive. How much do you love it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in lust with this phone. I wasn't in lust with that return process that I had oh, to go through. Oh, boy. Though. My God. Neither was my credit card. <laughs> American Express, if you're listening to this, don't worry. I'll, it's, it's they already re- they already reached out to you. They asked what was going on. Uh, next letter. I'm only writing in so that I can hear my name on the show. I better ask a few questions while I'm at it. Number one, what's the process of having a guest come on the show? Do you approach people about it, or does someone come to you with an idea? Number two, when Tom Cruise comes on the show, will you do a Tom Cruise movie for that episode? Keep up the good work. That comes from Caleb. I think the process for for guests coming on is both. I've had people talk to me about this podcast and them coming on more than any other podcast I've ever done, which I guess lends itself to the format, too. What are you going to do when someone you don't like approaches you? <sighs> That's a good question. Like, I want to spend an hour or two of your time of you just listening to me ramble about something you don't care about. Well, I think at that point I'd try to find a topic that I would be interested in talking about even i mean i don't know the person i don't like would actually reach out to me though <laughs> jokes on you somebody in season two probably <laughs> that person <laughs> or season one no i'd probably try to find a topic that would be of interest try to find uh try to find the good in that moment but what if they want to talk about i'm trying to think of something i don't like yes <laughs> Firefly, Nathan Fillion. I mean, I don't like Lord of the Rings, really, but I um, talked to Jonesy and Dale about that episode, Mm. about that topic. Right. Uh, But I also reach out to people, Caleb. Um, Actually, Caleb. Full disclosure: I think uh, Caleb is probably going to be on an episode because he suffers from that uh, sleep (gasps) paralysis. So did my sister. Yeah, we had a topic uh, talk about that in the Slack, and he talked about like seeing the people in black when he sleeps and stuff it's pretty my sister sees shadow figures and top hats oh, God. there's three there's three shadow figures and the middle one always has a top hat i'd never sleep you should have her on it too oh god in fact we were invited to my sister's house to ghost hunt because it's haunted really breaking news oh my god episode part two <laughs> ghost hunt uh, when Tom Cruise comes on I, I heard I can't remember who told me this but Tom Cruise only really when he promotes his stuff he only agrees to do something if it's fun. 
or like something different, like not a regular I mean, interview. I'm having a blast right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, if you're listening, if you want to go, you know, jump out of a plane or, you know, motorcycle out of a plane. Or if you want to sit in the sweaty gym clothes seat in his gross home office. I moved. I specific. Tom, I moved my clothes out of this room earlier this morning because I knew it would cause a scene if they were in here, Tom. We have a great house, Tom. The backyard's not great, but the upstairs is good. Maybe he'll feel bad for us and he'll hook us up with some. We have a wood burning stove, Tom. All right, here we go. Slim. Let's be real here. Your show is a national treasure. You bring a warmness to the airwaves that's missing from other podcasts. Hearing you chat with your friends about God knows what is one of the bright spots to my drive to work, outside of waving to the deranged man on the corner of 3rd Street every morning. But he's unresponsive at best. I enjoy getting to learn a little bit more about individual members of the Slack community, a wonderful little place you've carved out for us all, dating back to the paper keg days. Picking a favorite episode and guest is difficult, like picking your favorite child or your favorite Tom Cruise movie. Don't I know it. So many interesting topics, so many well-spoken guests. I can only wish you well and happily tune in for the next season, where I hear there's a really good YouTube show where two cool guys talk about comics and stuff. Imperious Rex or something like that. Maybe they'd be good guests. Who knows? We can't see into the future. Stay frosty, my friend. Dave from Imperious Rex. Just plucked his own YouTube channel. What kind of person does that? Amazing. Feels sick. Ballsy. <laughs> Dave uh, from Imperious Rex on YouTube. Every other episode, he's dressed as like a female superhero, depending on what they're what they're covering. Sounds like a lot of money spent. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't know who foots the bill for these costumes. Maybe he, maybe he's also like a seamstress, seamster hmm. in the side that he hasn't told us about. But they have, a, they have a fun YouTube channel. They review comic books. So when are you coming back? Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever in person seen a ghost. Hmm. There was a lot of shadow figures when we were ghost hunting. I didn't see anything. We'll make it happen. We have to figure out what we're going on our next hunt. There's whispers that we might go to Boston. I like that whisper. Yeah. I also like this new whisper of heading back to Balladarian on our own solo. Drink some wine. So I think um, the new season will bring new artwork from Catcher. He's hard at work at new podcast artwork for Faves. He does good work. He teased it on Twitter recently. Did you see that? No. I know you did. <laughs> I never you on Twitter. Do you even see when people tag you that when they listen to the episode? I do. I get notifications. Okay. The only time I ever open Twitter is if I post something on Instagram that I want to share or if I get a uh, notification. Mm. Tom, if you were to come on, you would have fun. Think you would? I think you would. What if we get Tom and the man who invented the flaming hot Cheetos together? That, yeah. Does Tom like flaming hot Cheetos? I have to think he does. You can't just assume that. I have to. <laughs> what if it's against his religion? <laughs> the Scientologists love flaming hot Cheetos. I don't know. You know, Catholics know. love it. Mormons. Catholics love nothing. <laughs> Catholics love guilt. That's exactly. All they they love. do. <laughs> They love guilt and procreation. And wafers. <laughs> and with that, the podcast goes on fall break for several weeks and will return 
sometime in December. Real quick to you, the person listening right now, in your headphones, on your commute, on your Bluetooth speakers, you are a huge reason why people do listen at all. So do me a favor, pause the episode right now, text a friend who'd love a previous episode. Maybe it was the episode where we talked about Marty with uh, dear friend Chuck Forsman, or The Shack when I talked about religion with my mom. Send them a link to the show, ask them to try it, do your good deed for the day, and I'll see you in a few weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.